Welcome to Show Up Stand Out. I'm Juliet Stapleton, a visibility that sells strategist, and I'm on a mission to take you out of your marketing paralysis and into taking consistent action with ease. Let's bust through the overwhelm, perfectionism and waiting to be ready and get into the right mindset, build the right habits and find the flow that allows you to lean into who you are and forget worrying about what they say you should be. And the results? More confidence, more clarity, more clients, more profits and more freedom to live your life on your terms. Enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe for more. If you are an introvert and you are holding yourself back from showing up online in your marketing as the face of your business and you just keep saying to yourself, this is not for me, I'm an introvert and I'm not really a very sociable person, you might be uh, holding yourself back for nothing because I have some news for you. Most of very visible people out there, actors, political figures, um, marketing gurus, uh, are actually introverts when it comes to how they are and their personality. In fact, I am a really bad introvert. You know, I don't have a big social circle in my real, like, offline life. And I don't have much energy. I get very tired in uh, big groups of people. That's why I don't really like conferences and big networking events because they really drain me. That is how introverts feel. Shyness is a completely different uh, conversation. You know, we can be shy and that's something that we can work through and we can build the confidence. Whereas extrovert and introvert, it's only about your energy. Whether you get tired in big groups of people, whether you're okay, better with one-on-one interaction, you need time to recharge and you recharge on your own. Extroverts recharge with other people. That's the difference. So what I want to introduce you today to is the interview that I gave as a guest to a sales and marketing expert and coach, Nick Connor. This interview was recorded for his book. Uh, it was a bonus training for his book. And I just want to uh, let you in on what I've shared as an introvert who has been very visible using Facebook and even known as the queen of visibility and everything that you need to know to empower you and hopefully inspire you to not hold yourself back. Here it is. All right, Juliet, welcome. Live from Ireland over there. Hi, yes, I'm in Ireland at the moment, uh, although we are going to be in the same place very soon, Tallinn, Estonia, where I'm moving back to, and that's where I'm from. What a small world. I mean, the power of uh, podcasts, the power of sharing your personal story. Um, I've always known it's super powerful, but that's how we met. I was listening to Tony Watley, shout out to him and 365 Driven. Um, I was listening to that podcast and heard your story and immediately connected. And it's kind of funny because we're, we're, we're here today to talk about Facebook, but um, how many times have you, the listeners, received a random uh, invite? From somebody and Juliet can maybe tell you what happened with us because I totally just reached out out of the blue and you almost didn't accept the request. 
That's right. It's it was so funny because um, yes, I well obviously you have to, when you are um, active on Facebook and we were going to talk about this whole thing about being active on uh, Facebook particularly. You do need to grow your audience. You do need to grow your personal audience because personal is the key. You know, we're building a personal brand. We're showing up as who we are. You know, under our name, our under our profiles, and we want to connect to people. However, there's some people you just don't want to connect to, right? Because sure. you have to, go, and you never know. So you kind of sometimes have to go uh, by the gut feeling, especially with people and friend requests coming in because you don't know the intention so nick is sending me a, a friend request and um, i'm looking at his profile it's very kind of optimized targeting men and you know he has this I'm, I'm saying well i don't know if i can be helpful to this gentleman because he already has it all um and then you know i don't know why is he you know, why is he connecting to me and God knows what? And usually I would say no, because uh, I'm an introvert. So I'm very protective of the energy and I need to have correct people um, in my life. So by saying that, I'm very active on Facebook. I have li- hit my 5,000 friends limit. I have, you know, I'm growing my business page. And so I have a lot of people in my world. And this is where you have to be careful. So I almost said decline. And then my gut feeling, which I always listen to my intuition, said, well, you can always unfriend him later just ask him what he wants in a way and that's a strategy as well you know when somebody sends me a friend request i uh, accept it but i immediately send a message i want to know the intention if they are just growing their audience for the numbers i'm not interested in being just a number on somebody's friends list so to Mm -hmm. make them look bigger unless there is either collaboration either you know they want someone to inspire them and uplift them i love that kind of you know collaborations doesn't have to always be sales oriented or perhaps they could be someone who has a podcast or something so it can add to my visibility i have a show so it can add to my uh, show you know if they're interesting person so there's always these things that you know agendas that you can consider and so i sent a a message i said why are you connecting and uh, nick said well you're you've been on on this show with tony watley and i really enjoyed it and i'm actually right now in in Estonia um, and that wasn't on your profile Nick so I couldn't tell from the, maybe I would have accepted it straight away if you that. were from Estonia <laughs> and I, I'm like in the process of moving after 20 years living in Ireland moving back to Estonia so for me the moment you said Tallinn Estonia it was like beautiful light glow started happening and I was like I can't believe um okay so you're in Estonia tell me more and then I'm finding out that you are actually in the coaching business we're in the same area we're talking about similar things maybe complimentary things. Um, and, and, you know, and it's just at that day, and I have to share this, this is a little bit kind of like metaphysical thing, but on that day in the morning, I said to my husband, I said, I'm, my husband is Irish. I said, we're moving to Estonia, but I'm actually not that interested in sort of integrating into um, Russian or Estonian community exclusively, because I really like the way that I'm very global, international, connected to everyone, especially with the internet. So I want to continue speaking English and I want to have English speaking friends who are in the same industry is me. So I can just have some offline events that I'm attending because all my life is online these days. And then Nick came into my life at that. It was 12 o'clock at night for you, I think. I was saying, what are you doing that late at night? You were writing a book. Yep, that's right. Yep. <laughs> and it was amazing. Then we met after a couple of uh, a couple of days, or we we had a, a Zoom call, and it was just instant connection, and so much aligned where we are, you know, in our businesses, in our lives, and the vibe, and the rest is history. And here we are. So that's how yeah. the story how we met. And also, it's interesting because. Uh, In my personal life, I'm building my personal brand and my visibility for the last three years. Um, 
building visibility on social media is never going to be a, an overnight process. It's going to take time and it will take from 12 to two years to have that gravitational pull to actually build a, a brand recognizable that, you know, the quality of your peers changes, everything is changing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it's very interesting how you attract with the, with being visible, you're focusing on one hand, you're thinking, okay, strategically, I need to be more visible so I can get more clients, so I can get more, um, you know, better quality of life and better, better financial rewards. But actually what happens is that you get so, you get connected to, to amazing people. So your life gets enriched by who mm. you're meeting online. And that was in in a way, in our case, definitely was such a bonus to meet someone like-minded in a true sense of that word and not just how some people just send you a message and say, I'm connected to like-minded people. Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, so this is one of the just little benefits. And I know a lot of people feel so reserved. Uh, they don't want to be, you know, too active on live, uh, online because it just feels like, it feels very overwhelming, like being exposed to something. But it's nothing really like that because... The social media is so busy and noisy. Nobody really notices anyone individually unless unless you are there and you are there all the time, and you're consistent and you know you you are um, putting out valuable content. You're connecting to people as people and not just numbers. So you're acknowledging them. You're being you're engaging on their content as well. In terms of sales, it presents an amazing opportunity because you can become familiar with somebody uh, by just being around them in non-spammy, non-salesy way. Um, And yet add that, you know, familiarity, add that no, no like and trust factor that then when you are actually offering anything, you know, any collaboration or anything that you need from these people, it's more chances of a yes, which which is amazing. It's powerful. And while there's so much there, and we're going to dive into um, a a little bit of strategy, uh, you know, my approach to you, Juliet, was very much a, a, it was a, it was a thought out strategy. It was real, but it is also incorporating strategies to get a response on Facebook and to understand how to reach out to somebody that you do not know that's not in your network in a way that shows them, um, this person is somebody that I want to connect with. And so it's a great, it's a, we're going to get into that here in a minute, but you know, um, I'm glad you went into a little bit of your story. Um, you, you have such a cool story. Uh, um, one that I resonate with and, and one that for those that are listening, I think, um, need to understand in terms of going on this journey of getting out there into the world, you know, it, it, it feels risky to a lot of people. You touched on some of the hesitance people have, but you also shared that you're an introvert yourself, but you found a way to be very consistent and, and visible online. And so, um, you know, for you, maybe we touch on that just to begin, because a lot of, of people, as you know, are very hesitant to get on video. They're worried about how they look, how they sound, how they look in their profile pictures, and maybe they say, I'm an introvert, and that's their excuse for not getting out there and playing a bigger game. What would you say to those people that are listening? Well, let's start with the definitions. Um, there's a big difference between being an introvert, which means that uh, whatever you do, especially when it has to do with other people, you are spending your energy very fast, and then you need to recharge. And for you, recharging time is when you're on your own or when you're somewhere where nobody talks to you, so you can sort of like gain that energy back. That's what introverts are really, essentially. Mm. It's about how we spend energy. Uh, but there's another thing, and it is shyness. 
And shyness has nothing to do with introverts because shyness is about fear of rejection and, you know, fear of judgment. And there's some extroverts who are shy as well, which is a very sad combination. So when you're dealing with shyness, you're dealing with fears, you're dealing with insecurities. And uh, you can do some inner work and over a period of time change that, you know, so whether it's, uh, whether when you are an introvert, you can't change that. You will always be an introvert. If it's an interesting fact, because when you are, when you realize that you're an introvert, or if you never thought about it, and then you go and you have a look, is there anyone else? You have to ask yourself a simple question. Is there anyone else who is like you, introvert, who is very highly visible, really, really maybe looks very, you know, outgoing, and, um, but they are actually are introverts? And you will find out that most of people who you see on, you know, television, big screens, uh, most people who are very visible are actually introverts. They're not, uh, you know, they, they, w- they would need that time to recharge. Uh, and th- there, there's other things as well. There's a lot of things about, you know, you mentioned, you know, how you look on video and being so self-conscious. Um, when, well, if we go out and we meet people in real life, we make a little bit of an effort, you know. So, you know, today I was meeting Nick and I put makeup on, I'm a woman, you know, I did my hair and I dressed up. You go to an office, you go to meet a new client, you will put a suit on or whatever you're wearing, you know, you're going to make an effort. There's nothing different with the video. So you need to make an effort. You need to, you know, maybe invest, and it's not even an investment, get yourself some lights, you know, get yourself, uh, make sure that your background looks nice, put some elements of authority on your uh, background or something that it doesn't look like you're working in a poor kind of environment office because you want to position Mm -hmm. yourself to people that um, see you, that you are, you know, you have, you have the, the way you show up is you have that, let's call it millionaire mindset, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be over elaborate. In fact, I'll let you in on a secret. My room is not white. (laughs) I have this corner of the room painted particularly to have the background. I had hired a coach for an hour to talk about the background, to tell me to change my desk from sitting, you know, and having the wall behind me to a little bit of depth of field. She advised me on how to, I had my own elements, but she advised me how to place them. And so, you know, invest in these things if you don't have that kind of, um, you know, attention to aesthetically, to, to, to detail. And then you have yourself a nice background that yeah. already, you know, so you're basically making an effort. Um, yes, I don't like the way I look as well. <laughs> you know, I'm, the, I'm someone who is always, um, I'm, I'm very critical just like anybody else. But there is yes. a bigger purpose here. If I was so critical of how I look, how I sound, I would never go out and talk to anybody. I would never have any interaction. And even introverts need interaction. In fact, introverts need soulmates. We need people where we're, we're so comfortable that this whole thing of being shy and introvert just disappears because we want, we want to open up and talk. And that's why a lot of introverts look like they're very outgoing people because when they're in their own element and the audience that's open to them, they, they open up, you know? Yeah. So this is what, in terms of um, introversion, how introverts behave. So for me, uh, can I, I just want to let you in for, on this story. You know, I worked, I live in Ireland and um, I used to live in Dublin, which is a big city, but then we moved down um, to the countryside because we had this romanticized impression that if we live down, you know, by the sea, it's like so cool and nice. Little did I know that I'm not a rural person. So that for me was like a house arrest for 15 years because it's just the wrong environment. Um, I could never work. I, I worked with local small business owners 
I didn't understand their mentality. They didn't understand me. It wasn't a nice way of living and being and work. And I felt very un, unappreciated. You know, they didn't understand anything technical. So everything that I would be talking about, you know, Facebook and algorithm and engagement, that would be foreign language to them. So they would treat it with suspicion. When you're constantly treated with suspicion, you feel really bad about yourself. You have your, sure. your self-esteem goes like at the lowest of the low and you feel like you're, you're, you're just not worthy of anything. And I found myself in that kind of situation three years ago where I just woke up and I said, oh my God, I am... I am so, I feel like I don't know anything, although I know I do, because I, I all the time master my skills. I, I'm, I've, I have results that I've done for these businesses that what I've done for them and how I built communities for them online and how I, you know, worked with the restaurant who is up until day, this day, they're number one on TripAdvising, the local t- um, city, which was, which was our strategy, you know, and, and something I've created. So all of that didn't matter just because I wasn't feeling appreciated. And I said to myself, I can't work with these people. They have this mentality that's just not not aligned with me. I need to find my people. That was what the the biggest purpose was, um, to overcome any shyness, to overcome any excuses and uh, and persevere without any idea when I started how to do it because I've never um, built a personal brand. I've always built brands for other people, you know, Mm -hmm. other businesses, you know, under their business names. Um, I know how to build communities. I really see very clearly how even regular businesses, when they celebrate their staff, when they when they show their faces, you know, the audience wants that. The audience wants to talk to people. People buy from people. It's all about mm-hmm. relationships. No matter what you do, it's always going to be around relationships and, you know, building that familiarity and, and seeing faces, not logos. People don't care about brands or companies. They don't excite them. Ads, you know, that doesn't excite them. So I've, I saw all of that and I tried to find how can I build you know, this visibility for me that people who will, you know, people who can truly see my light, who can truly recognize um, that I'm worthy of, you know, a lot of good things and I can give so much value to them. Um, they need to, to, to see me. They need to find me. And I turned to Facebook because Facebook is where, you know, what I worked with, the platform that I, I really love it because so much um, you can give, you can uh, create so much content in different forms uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook and something in my gut. And again, I'm very intuitive. So my gut was saying, you need to do video. There's something about video you need to do. And uh, I did a live video challenge, just come across a live video challenge, took a live video challenge and then challenged myself for 30 days to do live video. After in, That was a private group. It was a personal development uh, group. So it wasn't to do with business at all. But I saw after the 30 days that there was 120 new friends on my uh, friends list and these people were following me they like Mm -hmm. I created a following and I thought to myself okay so if I'm there every day there's something with people psychologically happening people start following you you know and uh, the more they follow you the more influence you gain the more they're open to what you have to say uh, you know if they're the right people of course because not everybody and it's good you know if we, we 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 only want correct people in our lives and our businesses we don't want incorrect people who don't who are not aligned with us in our businesses around so it's okay for them to go away away you have to have this kind of attitude that i am only there for the good stuff i don't want to uh, attract I, I don't need to convince somebody i don't need to change their minds i just want people who are already ready and i just need to convince them that i am the one 
So that's the only convincing that I'm doing. And showing up helps with that because Absolutely, it's like, you yeah. know, it's like it's reality TV. The latest um, big thing with the reality TV is this show called, I think it's called Blind Wedding on Netflix. It's a show where two people are put in the room and yeah. over a period of days, they talk to each other and then, you know, they propose and then they get married. And it's like a horrendous, horrendous premise. But so many people watch it episode after episode after episode, even though it's all a complete BS. And yet we're watching. Why? Because there's something about, you know, watching episode by episode or there's something about like, you know, watching this journey of someone on screen that's very captivating to us. And mm -hmm. even when we hated them in the beginning, by the end of the season, we might actually really like them because that's what happens. You know, we just get like they, they grow on us. And so social media offers every one of us an opportunity to create the following and give them that kind of not reality TV type. You don't need to turn your life into a soap opera, you know, and, sure. and broadcast it on Facebook, but you can use it. Uh, you can use social media to start showing up as a thought leader. And it, it's a big word, but it's actually just means showing up as who you are and opening up a little bit about what you value in life? What is your vision? Um, you know, the knowledge that you have, sharing some tips, sharing some valuable knowledge that can help somebody, for example, potential client, or even just for your potential client to look at you. And even if they don't understand what you're doing, which can happen in many industries, they will still see you as, you know, as an authority because you are talking about what you're good at, right? Because Absolutely. people need to see or hear, and sometimes they need to witness it, not just hear it from you that you say, I'm very good at this. They need to see you doing it for someone else even. And then they're like, mm, you know, I've seen them. That's, that's why public speaking works so um, powerfully. That's why when you're showing up, you're doing tutorials, interviews, for example, online. It's so powerful. I've positioned myself initially. I, I, had, this, I, I had this gut feeling I need to start my own show because yeah. by positioning, mm, you, you invite people who are just a little bit ahead of you. You don't need to go and aim at the top straight away. But because you're positioning alongside with somebody who is more successful than you, your brand elevates as well. So if you do that consistently week after week, then you know the perception of your audience of you changes completely as well. In fact, in my personal life, one of the clients, small business owner that I worked here with, who, who was the worst at undermining me, and when I started doing that, I heard this person saying, Juliet, she's a very, very important person. She interviews people from all over the world. And I thought, oh my God, this is all about perception. So it's just small little thing that I do every week, but it changed completely the way I'm seen. So mm -hmm. authority is important because people judge the book by the cover. If you, if you are not seen these days, um, then they don't know that you are actually good at your work. You know, you, you have the value to offer them. They don't know. And then they treat you with more suspicion than if they Google, not Google, you will say you, you, you have a new um, prospect and you know, you're building relationships and then they search you on Facebook or maybe you send them a friend request. And even if they didn't accept, they check you out and they see all this valuable content. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different impression. And it adds on to what they know about you. It, it builds the familiarity as we, as we spoke to. It adds so much power to how you show up. Next time they meet you, even if they didn't even like or you know, didn't interact or engage with your content online, next time they meet you, they see you differently because they've seen 
something about you on your profile or how you show up. And that just adds this layer of perception. Yes, I I love what you're saying. And there's so much there. You know, one of the things that really stands out, uh, and I know it's super relevant for the people that are listening, is, you know, feeling like you're underappreciated maybe in the, in the business uh, that you're in, you do great things, you know, that you're, you're, you know, changing lives through the product or service that you're selling, but, but not enough people know about it. And therefore all of the functions, the traditional offline sales approaches uh, that, that, that need to be made by prospecting and all of that um, are met with a lot of uh, resistance from, from the prospects. And that's a big challenge. I think that's what why so many people are interested in getting online. And for those that might be listening that are already online, they know how challenging it can be to start creating content and maybe not understand how to be more consistent and to actually turn that uh, visibility into appointments and turn that into potential paying clients. Um, So I I definitely want to get into that, but there's something really valuable that you shared there. because it has to do with authority. One of the things that I talk a lot about is, is before you can ever be authority in the marketplace, you have to be authority of yourself. And what you shared, the story here, a little bit of your story, shows that you, you understand why you're doing what you're doing. You're clear on that. And I would imagine, and I'll, I'll let you answer this, um, how has that helped you? You being clear on your purpose, your why, how has that helped you overcome some of the, maybe the fear or the hesitance to going out and playing a bigger game, reaching out to people that are two or three steps ahead of you to ask them for an interview. How has understanding your purpose helped you do that? Um, I will be very honest with you. My purpose, understanding and clarity of my purpose purpose happened as I was doing that. Mm. This is something that holds a lot of people back. They think that you need to understand it first and then take action. But the clarity comes with taking action. So the, I think that what you need to tap in is your drive. For example, in my story, my drive was feeling so unappreciated and, and choked and, and scared because I felt um, like I, I, I did not pitch my, my services to anyone. I was scared that I am a nobody who nobody will hire. And mm-hmm. so I was mm-hmm. grabbing onto these real poor quality clients who were paying me pennies, didn't appreciate me just because I had this fear that, that, um, I will be rejected by the, by someone new because, you know, I'm a nobody. I work from a home office, which I did then, you know, and that was all playing against me. Um, but what happened is that I had this drive. I knew that I have to do something. And I also knew that no matter that I don't have a clear roadmap, uh, no matter that I maybe need to try, try and fail at many things and, and figure them out. And there's so much overload of information. And that's what happens. It's a natural thing, you know, because there's so much. There's a whole industry who will teach you uh, how to be visible online. Yeah. But there's too much, too much information, very overcomplicated information. Uh, and you really need to have a very simple approach with this. But you need to focus on the drive. Like, why do you want to do this? How, what in your personal emotional, um, what is the emotional reason, how you feel about things? That's the only thing that's going to keep you driving um, this whole thing forward. Social selling, and this is what we're talking about here, which is becoming more visible, establishing your position, and then, you know, reaching out to people and, and talking to people online, whether it's something simple as, you know, will you be a guest on my show? Or you know, would you like me to talk about your business or how can I help you in your business? Because, you know, as well, it's the next level pitching. So um, when you, when you um, 
start thinking about, okay, I need to be visible online. You have to remember a few things. One, we're entering a huge sea of noise. And a lot of people think that if they post something that the world stopped and turned around and looked at them, that's how it feels. But it's, it's the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. Because this is why we have algorithms on uh, social networks like Facebook or LinkedIn, because there's so many people, there's 2 billion users on Facebook, yeah. you know, business mm-hmm. or not, 2 billion. There is um, over... I, I think there's 80 million of business pages. So everybody's posting all the time. Yeah. And the more friends and connections you have, the more of these connections could be posting. So if we didn't have some sort of filter that decides what's interesting for you or not based on your behavior. So Facebook is, you know, the algorithm and LinkedIn as well is very smart thing. So it has to analyze constantly. What did you engage with? What did you, you know, what might be interesting for you? And then choose that to show you and then and yet that's even at that when you go to your news feed and you start scrolling that's endless you can keep scrolling you know you can pass out and still scroll because Don't that's how much the information that there thing. is <laughs> so if you post something once a week how long do you think and how much impact do you think it's going to make it makes no impact at all so what we need to do is approach this whole visibility thing strategically we need to have a very long-term um vision we need to understand that it's like building a house how many thousands of bricks will it take to build a house you know a hundred is not enough you know you might have half of half a wall finished but it's not going to be a house so you need to have that that attitude you know every day you're putting out there something but what it builds for you is this positioning overall and how people see you now to position yeah. yourself it doesn't take too long you know you can start being Agreed. active and within three months, people around you will already see you as someone active. But to create that personal brand that has a gravitational pull, that has that um, you are recognized as someone in your niche, um, it will take you probably two years or so. And it's yeah. fine. You know, everything, you know, every like like a you know, changing your lifestyle will take time. So let's talk about practically, because it's very, it can seem very overwhelming to people. They're saying, Juliet, you're saying to me, I need to spend all my day on Facebook, but I have work to do in family to, you know, or, you know, my, my own life to, to have as well. Sure. So the most important thing here is to make sure that you are blocking time and you're mm-hmm. not spending time mindlessly on social media, which can be very addictive and especially for our brains. So you need to block time. Like, for example, when you're doing your prospecting, you, you probably should, you know, block your time and you do, right. do your, you know, dial time. So the same way you need to approach social media, you need to block the time. Uh, you need to spend some of that time or maybe 80% of that time on uh, creating content. And then 20% of that time on being active. So having your list of prospects and being active on other people's content uh, content, and also sending out friend requests. Um, If you're in sales, for example, and you are meeting people a lot offline, make sure that you immediately connect to them on social media. Because that's something that will you you will get your your audience will become much more targeted. Yes. You know, always always take people's uh, names. You know, business cards. The next thing you do is you connect to them, find them on social media. On Facebook, we have a really good feature called friends lists. So when you're sending somebody a friend request, you can hover over when it says friend request sent. You can hover over it, and you can add a person to a list. So for example, you went to a networking event. And you can put a date and the name of that uh, networking event as a list and add everybody that you connected to and you send a friend request to, to this list. 
So when they ex and send them a friend um, a message straight away saying, "Hey, it was great to see you on this event," you know. So and ask some sort of question or check out their profile. Maybe they have some public posts. Maybe they have a nice dog. Say that's a great dog because we connect on very simple things. We don't need yeah. to be always business like. We do. We do appreciate when people see something that's, you know, beyond business in us. So our Facebook profiles offer a lot of opportunities for us to see where there is a point of contact. Sometimes it could be something like how we met. You know, you heard me on the podcast and that's a great, you know, it's great, great reason to connect. I wish yep. everybody who heard me speaking on the podcast sent me a friend request and said, I've, I've heard you on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know. only it was that simple, right? Yeah, but but you know, I would be very, I wouldn't be declining them if they just had a, sure. uh, an idea a to just send me a message. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, the strategy. Huge value there. Huge value there. A couple of things that really stand out there that I love. Um, I love the the list. Being able to segment where you met somebody, um, and 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 that's super important for to understand how to message that individual. Um, you know, um, and then in addition to that, what I loved about what you said there is, you know. The word that's sticking out overall so far, what we've been talking about is just intention, you know, intentionally creating uh, an ecosystem. I call it an ecosystem, but an environment where you can invite people in so they can start to uh, understand who you are. And, um, you know, I think of Facebook like the barbecue at your house. It's very different than oh, yes. a networking event. You know, I think of, you know, if we're talking platforms, LinkedIn is like the networking event where you go to a you know, a, a location, wherever it might be, a bar these days is usually where happy hours are happening for networking events, right? But it's a, it's a neutral location. And so it's a little bit more formal. But if you think about Facebook, like inviting somebody over to your house and, and they're seeing your family pictures on the mantle in the fireplace, and you have this now opportunity to kind of go out on the back porch with them. And that's where the conversation might get a little deeper. And they might ask you some questions about, hey, how'd you, how'd you move to this neighborhood? You know, why do you have that type of dog? Or Maybe even why did you, why are you in the type of business? What type of work do you do? Oh yeah. Our conversation always goes down to business at the end, especially That's when right. we're passionate about, we're always like, oh my God, my poor husband, he listens to me all the time talking about my business. I don't, he says to me, we have nothing else to talk about because I just, I'm just so passionate about it. It's funny how I was just noticed because, you know, you're from the States, you know, so the barbecue kind of things in the backyard and everything is the yeah. thing. I'm from Estonia. I don't invite people who I don't know into my house. That's right. Very different. <laughs> Super so different. I always say that Facebook is like a big party or maybe like a, like a, like a town hall square event and you might speak to someone and you will not just come up to someone and say hey i'm working in this you know such and such industry you know would you like to hear what i do they're like no, no i don't care about you i just care about what i want and right now i want some sausages so i'm going to go to that stall now but if you're standing by the stall and you you know they're coming out for the sausages and you're like these sausages are I'm just really yeah. loving these sausages. Like, I mean, you have to try that one. That's immediately you are connecting yes. to people. And yes. this is what I figured out as, a, as an introvert, as someone from Estonia who doesn't talk to strangers. So for me, it was very difficult on in the beginning. How do you send out friend requests to people you don't know? How do you strike a conversation with people you don't know when, you're, when you normally don't talk to strangers? You know, and even 20 years in Ireland, and Ireland is much more like a small talk kind of, you know, friendly people. People say hello to each other in the street and especially down the country here and all these kind of things. And it, it, it still didn't change me. And yet finding that, you know what, by just 
learning because it's it's like a skill and you can educate yourself you can come out of that shell and just on a human you know basis uh, make make a, a comment about something that you might have in, in common or something that you've seen on their profile and you know what if it doesn't gel and if it doesn't go further well so be it because mm -hmm. we don't all you know this is not something that's guaranteed to work like on a party like on even if you were in the house and the barbecue you're kind of sometimes forced to talk to someone so you might sort of like you know talk to them because it's polite but then you know the night is finished and you'll never see them again but if it's a bigger gathering and you really don't have to talk to anybody you don't want to imagine that sort of way so some conversations will gel mm -hmm. and some conversations you might you know agree on sausages and then somebody starts talking about something that you completely disagree because it goes against your values so you don't want to talk to these people so what happens in in, in social selling and social connection is that what you said is really good um people get a chance to see you as who you are especially if you've already met on um, offline but that's like a shortcut you know most of the time i do, for example i built my business entirely uh, online because yeah. of where i am and you know i don't actually go to any networking events or anything it's shocking but i don't and i've sure. built everything it's possible to do it literally from you know a corner of the room you don't it's more difficult because they're all strangers and you really do need to master that skill of um connecting to people connecting from the heart so not personal you don't have to go personal i'm a very private sure. person i don't even have many friends but i am I'm personal. I, I appreciate a person. If I reach out to Nick and I say something about that I see on his profile, if I do it with an intention of, oh, he, I want to convert him into being my client or something like that, that energy will be felt. Absolutely. So you have to be on a personal level, very genuine and have no expect, ex, um, have no agenda, um, but to connect first. If there is no connection, nothing else will work on social media anyway. That's because social is the key. So this is where, if we just kind of summarize and we have this strategy, if you block every day 30 minutes of your time, which is not that much, um, you'll focus 15 minutes to maybe producing a post or maybe you can do a video, live video is five, five minutes you can do it, you know, it's just mm -hmm. press the button. Um, you can write some bullet points before that. So you can spend 15 minutes on, on creating content and spend 15 minutes on sending friend requests, say, for example, to people that you've networked or to some people, you know, you would know how to approach you already. You are, you are in, in a, in a, in, you are already in a position where you know who you want to um, approach, right? And even if you haven't met them in real life. Maybe on Facebook, you see, Facebook is a little bit more personal. So unless you have mutual friends, I wouldn't be sending a friend request to somebody. Uh, I would look for an introduction. Maybe somebody else knows them. You know, maybe you can just introduce or connect on LinkedIn first because it's more formal. And when you have connection on LinkedIn, spend one week on sort of, let's call it in a very bad way, grooming that person sure. where you just, you know, you're being visible on their content, you know, Add a like. It's so nice to give to give engagement. Add a like on their posts, you know, or tag them if you wanted somewhere. Yeah. But tagging is a bit, you know, unless you you really have a, a pure intention of adding value to their to their lives. Don't do it for any kind of salesy reasons. It's really really off putting. But you can still interact with them, you know, provided they are active, of course. And then you can look them up on Facebook or maybe they are somewhere else on Twitter or something. I'm not myself on Twitter. You can see I speak in very long form. <laughs> Twitter is not my kind of platform. Sure. Um, but 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 that's that could be also very effective so you want to have several places you, you want to be omnipresent and you want to have several places where you can 
be visible to that person on their content. And trust me, when somebody, you know, when somebody starts being active on my content, chances are I'll go check them out, especially if they have like a nice picture and they, you know, optimize their profile. So when I hover over their name on my computer, a little cover comes up and I'm like, hmm, and I, I understand what this person is doing. That's interesting. Yeah. Just check them out. We can talk about that too as well, because it's important. It's an important part of this whole thing. But, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of great stuff there. Um, familiarity is the one thing that I think comes up, you know, and and you know when you hover over, you're looking hover over a, a icon or a profile picture, you're looking for certain things uh, because they're familiar to you and they and they and they resonate uh, and and have credibility, and that's why you accept friend requests, and that's the way we sure. all engage and interact online. And so, you know, um, familiarity is the goal to be more familiar, to make yourself more familiar. And there's some simple ways of doing that. You know, um, you know, I, I really believe in asking for forgiveness rather than asking for permission. So I, I have no problems reaching out to people, even if I have no connection to them, given, provided that I go out and I look them up. I go yes, out and I look for work. something. And it's awesome when you see that somebody's won an award or they've been on a podcast or whatever it might be. Um, However, sometimes it's, it's, it's not that obvious who they are and what they've accomplished. And that's the point. People are going to look you up, right? Yeah. People are looking you up. And no matter what you sell, even if you're not selling something, um, if people search your name, what's coming up? What is coming up about you? And uh, being intentional about that is, is, is really why we're here. We've talked a bit of theory. You've given a great takeaway, which is time blocking. Um, but, but I want to get in because I feel like most people know that they need to be time blocking. Doesn't mean they're doing it. Yeah, it's true. It's the self-discipline is the hardest one. But guys, if I can do it from my home office, which is the hardest place to be self-disciplined, you can do it. Trust me. Yes, absolutely. It's, you know, just you have to have your apps, your alarms, you know, take any sort of put like a do not disturb sign on the door. Tell everybody to bugger off for 20 minutes That's that you're right. doing it. It's the same like when when you're dialing up, you're like dialing up numbers, you know, if you have to call, cold calling, anything like that. You, If you block that time, you will be more productive than if you're just, you know, tinkering with things all day. So, yeah, you can do that. Blocking up the time, I find for me, and you know what, taking ego out of it. Let's just add this. Block the time and leave your ego out of the door and just connect to people Um just, you know, genuinely for them, don't be afraid that they might not, you know, have the same attitude back. Nobody's mean, you know, they're just busy. So it's okay yeah. if they don't uh, reply. It's okay if they don't connect. Maybe they're not, they don't have a culture of talking to people on social media. A lot of people it depends on their personal culture, plus their nationality culture, how they behave online. So just allow, be, be, forgive them and forgive yourself and, and, and yes. just do that. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice there. Um, let's get tactical, shall we? Oh, yes. I, I, I know that um, you, you, you want to you, you know, share your screen. I think it'd be great for them to see. You know, one of the main questions is, you know, uh, how do I turn my Facebook profile into a pseudo website? How do I kind of brand it? What do I need to do? And I know that you have some great strategies for this. So I would love to, uh, and I'm sure Perfect. the audience yes. would love to see that. Um, I'm going to share my screen and we're going to talk about only Facebook today, guys. So we're not going to be talking about, um, about LinkedIn, which is slightly, slightly different because, uh, let's just, let me just, uh, talk about this 
whole thing of optimization. Now, we uh, when we say that turn it into your website, basically t- turn it into about me sort of page, right? Because yeah. um, when you have a website, you also have the way of you know converting people to the next step or whatever. You know, it is maybe a checkout, it could be a book a call button or whatever. So we can have these things here, but this is much more about this first impression and clear next step. Uh, I've learned a lot of things hard way. And to be honest with you, I even this year, this is the third year that I'm growing my personal brand. And even still, I'm tweaking to make it more and more and more clear what I do for somebody who just came across my profile and just hovered like this over my profile. I don't know if it's going to work here. Like this. And so what shows there is so important. And I'm just going to show... a couple of things. One of the most important differences between uh, optimizing your LinkedIn profile and optimizing your Facebook profile is that on LinkedIn, you want to put all your, you know, education, your previous awards, your previous information of your, you know, where you worked before. You want all that to be visible. On Facebook, mm-hmm. you don't. On Facebook, you just need to keep it so, so simple that uh, the only thing they see is where you want them to check out next. It could be the link to your business page if you're running your own business or a business page of your company, uh, or it could be your, you know, the website. But so this section here, I see so many times people are adding so much and where they were and, you know, and where they lived before and where they went to the university, where they went to school. This is not a resume. This is not a CV. Don't use this as such. It's a funnel. So it's a sales funnel. You get everybody who just comes across you um, on top of the funnel. Yep. And the next thing you need to start filtering them into, into your uh, sales goal or whatever, you know, the next, next step. So in my case here is uh, the most important thing is a Facebook profile picture. You can use the same on uh, profile picture on LinkedIn or Facebook, but it has to represent you in a way you want to be perceived by your best clients. You know, so if your best clients, uh, people that you gel with, people that are really happy to see you, if if they expect you to show up in a very professional kind of like a corporate way, that's the photograph that you need to have. Go invest into a good photo shoot and, and it will be always, you know, it's a good thing to do and just have that photograph there. Um, for me, it's a little bit different because I don't work in the corporate world or with with corporate people very often, you know, so I work more with entrepreneurs and uh, I want to be seen as, even though I'm a girl and a blonde woman, right? I want to straight away intimidate the wrong kind and I want to straight away say that I'm a str- I have the strong presence, right? Yes. I'm going to give you um, straight talk because I'm from Estonia, we, we talk straight, we don't do small talk. Uh, but I also love the brightness and the strength. When you meet me, I'm a, I'm a friendly person. I'm, you know, I'm non-confrontational. But my first presence, I want to have that that strong presence. And so mm-hmm. I like that. I also really like um, like art art photography and things like that. So I do yeah. like, like I, I always work with my photographs and they're, I look a little bit different in real life. But that doesn't bother me because that's the way I show up, right? But the, the bottom here, the bottom line here is that when you are just scrolling through and see, for example, there's a few people's profiles and you can see that my profile just boom comes out. Yeah. So when yeah, I comment on somebody who doesn't know me, even when it's the smallest possible version, you can still see and it just attracts. There's Ian actually, Ian Anderson Gray. He is a live video um, expert and he is a big um, blogger in, in, in my industry. Uh, uh, his blog is Confident Lives. And look how this red really shows up. So you have to think about when the picture is tiny, 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 how can it pop 
of the screen as well. I think that it's important. It doesn't have to be, you know, bright colors, sometimes just a contrast or something like that. But never use a picture of, you know, you and your children or your family. Yes. Yeah, I know it's Facebook, but we have to change the different mentality. From now on, we're using Facebook for building our personal brand and not for friends and family. And I don't know about you guys, but to be honest with you, when I used Facebook for personal use, I was so bored out of it. I actually, this is my third or fourth profile on Facebook because for per, as a personal use, it just didn't work for me at all. I can call my family. I don't need to look at the pictures of them in Hawaii. You know, it just bored me. So when I, started, when I started using um, Facebook as my personal brand, um, I just started posting more about, you know, who I am and what I do in terms of professionally. I don't spam people with just business stuff. You can see, for example, just yesterday I posted this post and I just dared people to post what's in front of them. And you'd think nobody would care, right? But people want to share silly things, you know, about them. This is engagement. Engagement Great is engagement. being human. This is the barbecue. This is the party trick. This is, you know, this is something where you just engage with people and, you know, you're using this mindless humor. It doesn't have to be, humor is a big one for me. So I connect to people. I can just ask them to post a favorite GIF and I'll have 500 comments, you know, because just people just like that. This is a social network. Really cool. One thing that I noticed there with that is, is not very many likes, but a lot of comments. And that's what Facebook loves. That's what Facebook loves. Oh, absolutely. Facebook these days is all about comments. And in fact, on this particular post, like this is a little bit different from profile optimization on this particular um, post, the call to action is to post it in the comments. So that's why there's so many comments than likes. So I think there's four likes and there was one up until this morning. I posted it last night. So uh, why am I posting this? You can say, okay, Julia, this is just crazy. Like, you know, are you teaching us just how to post on Facebook? No, why am I posting this? There's 110 comments. I have comments from people I haven't seen interacting with me yet. So today I'm going to post, and I am right now uh, in the middle of this affiliate um, campaign, the promoting this affiliate program. And I'm going to post a really nice, valuable post today with, you know, a link to, to for, for them to sign up. And, you know, so many more people will see what I posted today because yesterday I had so much engagement yeah. with my post. So this is a strategy, yeah. right? Because if I go down and we talk about authority, there is one, it's my own show that I'm uh, sharing. Um, I'm, I'm sharing some of the uh, things that I'm interested in. I'm sharing my testimonials and what I do for people as well. That's positioning and credibility. Um, you know, so there is loads of things I'm asking questions. So I want people to talk to me. And again, you know, maybe 18 is not that many comments, but it's still a lot of comments. It it's better than none. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am, this is a very interesting, way. So I'm talking about my dirty um, desktop that accidentally happened, but actually there's a strategy behind it because this is a show I've been recording with a real, real serious branding expert, which is positioning by association, right? Absolutely. So not just yeah. some random geezer. It's a, it's, it, this is something that I wanted to share because even though it's about something else, just a humorous post about me messing up and putting 500 images on my desktop instead of trash, but there is also still uh, association with who I was with, right? So because yeah, tell me who your friends are and I will tell you who you are. So that's just the content, but let's go back here. So we're looking at the funnel. There's a couple of things. Profile picture, make sure it's a strong image, how you want to be represented. And the cover picture is so important because when people hover over your profile, um, they straight away see your cover image. So what you need to focus on is having some sort of um, keywords that immediately create that association with what you do and who you, how can you help these people? 
if you are connecting to them. So uh, not so don't make it about you. Make it about them mm-hmm. because. You know, this is a difference. And, you know, it's probably in prospecting when you reach out and you say, would you like me to tell you about my company? And they're like, oh, just leave me alone. But if you say, would you yeah. like me to tell you how I can help you or maybe learn about your business? Then you're like, yeah, I want to talk about my business. So, you know, this is about framing your wording, like just make it less about you and more about them. So for me, I'm talking about visibility, visibility that sells, even though I don't, I don't teach sales, but I teach to how to build that visibility that sort of pre-qualifies and pre-sells you based on how you are seen and perceived. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so your conversions are, you know, becoming better. And also, of course, as part of this is how do you reach out and how you, um, you know, how do you actually uh, communicate with people on, fa- on Facebook, particularly, which is my speciality, um, in a human way, because we are not all natural at this. And especially, as I said, I'm from Estonia. I don't think I'm natural at this. It's not a cultural thing for me. So I had to learn this. And this is what I help as well. And then what I'm positioning here as well, in terms of what I'm putting here, that I want clarity. And I mentioned in the beginning that I'm still, I'm still working on making it so, so clear. Because we have only a split second, a split second for yeah. somebody to make a, uh, you know, make a decision whether this is interesting or worth exploring. Too much noise online, remember. So for me, the most important thing is um, that they know that I'm a personal brand strategist because I had all these logos on the top of my uh, cover and people were reaching out. They thought I was a ghostwriter because I'm published in all these places. And so, you know, you always have to think about very clearly, how can somebody who has some understanding, because obviously you know your target audience, or how can a member, how can your ideal client from a split second see what you're doing, create that association and um, know that, you know, if they want that, this is where they go because mm-hmm. they already like you probably from your uh, profile picture. That's the first place. Absolutely. The visual. And then another thing that, that you do well, visibility that sells is it, is it speaks to the benefit. And I think that that's a, an, another way of looking at what you're explaining here, which is so spot on. The individual that's looking at your profile has to understand what's in it for them. And I love what you wrote there, visibility that sells, because, you know, people might want visibility and you're targeting entrepreneurs. They, they definitely want visibility, but they absolutely want to sell more. And so you've done a great job of combining those things. It's, it's awesome. But that's what, you, that's what you need to accomplish with this banner, right? Is, exactly. Is, because it's, it is will, this is what pops up straight away. Even my other things. So my, my promise to you, create unignorable personal brand with my value system of, of getting high paying clients and recognition mm-hmm. you deserve. That's the keywords. Yeah. Personal brand, high paying clients, recognition, unignorable. Can't ignore my pink picture. You know, if that's something, you will be like, mm, "What's that?" So that, that's what you want. You want to get that teaser. This is not, and where, where I said this is not your, you know, resume or CV. This is the purpose of our profile is not to create your website where there is all information about you. You can add all information about you into into your about tab. To be honest with you, nobody even knows that that yeah, about tab exists. It's yeah. not like LinkedIn. LinkedIn is better because everything is sort of on one page. But for Facebook, think about the funnel. And so make sure that you're, what you're doing for people is um, very clearly and concisely, but very, very clearly um, told on your intro. Intro is only 101 characters, so don't waste a single character. Make sure all words count. You know, don't have to put there that you're a mother, father, you know, husband, wife, anything like that, because that's irrelevant to what the purpose of the funnel is. Uh, I don't even have here, and I'm a blonde woman, I'm just going to stress this out. I don't have 
here that I'm married. I, I did in the beginning, but I actually think that it's a irrelevant from information for me um, attracting clients. And just by positioning myself in a very strong way, I, I am already you know, putting off people who are wrong because a lot of people have a reservation. Like what if I, uh, especially if you're a female, if you're watching this um, in the beginning, there'll be a lot of random friend requests from men. Trust me, that's going to happen. The more you position yourself and you focus on this, adding this authority and positioning yourself as an authority that just disappears. I literally, for the last year, I didn't have any randomness. Mm. Uh, so it's about how people perceive you. Everything is about that first impression and perception, right? So um, this is it's important to remember. The next step here is um, the details that we're showing. And I mentioned, you know, a lot of people have a lot of uh, things. If I click on this, this is what you can see as an admin, edit details. You can see that there's some more places here that I have connected my profile to, which is these, uh, all the uh, main, main kind of uh, online publications for my industry that I regularly co contribute to. But I unticked them because, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm a writer because I'm not. I'm a personal brand strategist. Sure. I, I actually have something that I don't usually recommend, but I've decided recently to add two business pages. One is my um, personal brand page. Juliet Stapleton. And the other one is my, um, it's my new program, Visibility That Sells. And I decided to create a, a business page for that. But actually there was a different strategy that I'm going to let you in on a secret because somebody looks at this. I don't even care if they click on one of those. If they do, it's great. Mm -hmm. But what I want them is to, I want to reinforce and get them clarity on what I do. And this is why I connected my profile to my business page, Juliet Stapleton, but instead of my position, like, you know, founder or, you know, um, owner, self-employed, I don't know, a lot of people using these kind of like, a, you know, generic titles, I created a custom position and I used call to action for it or to explain exactly, well, this is not really a good example, but this is a good example. So visibility that sells is the business page under the name of my program. And this is a call to action that's set up as a title. If somebody, can you, if somebody wanted to do that, yeah. let's say somebody wanted to do that. Let's say I work for uh, ABC mortgage company yeah. and we're trying to personal, we're branding them personally. So what would they need to do in order to accomplish that? Okay, so what call to action would it be? Um, we have a business page for them, right? And what would they, they may be or may not. with? They may or may not. Let's talk about business page real quick and then, oh, and, yeah. and then slide that in. So a business page is what? For those that don't know. Okay, so uh, a personal profile is your virtual re representation on Facebook. So it's like a virtual you. A business page is like your office or maybe I would say even like your brochure for your mm -hmm. business, what you do. On Facebook, you cannot use your personal profile for commercial gain. Mm -hmm. This is a very serious thing because a lot of people misunderstand what it means. And uh, that means that you can't really directly sell off your uh, personal profile because Facebook as a business also wants to uh, generate some revenue and the business pages is where they allow advertising or boosting, you know, so they want to collect some money for you for, for you to sell. How we do it is we're not using our personal profile for sales. They happen in the conversations anyway. We use them for brand awareness. We're building the brand awareness on our personal profile. And this is where people say, but you know, what about my friends and family? Well, first of all, your friends and family, are they going to make you a millionaire or, or you know, are they going to make your dreams come true? Are they going to create that freedom that you're looking for um, or whatever your goals are? No. So 
using your personal profile. This is the this this is what you send friend requests with. This is what you connect to people, talk to people privately with, and also just naturally on Facebook due to the platforms, you know, the way it works, it will have more reach. So when I post something here. There's so many people saw it, you know, 110 people or whatever commented on it, uh, which is great. But if I posted this on my business page, because Facebook wants money for, you know, for my post to be seen and, you know, I would have to fork, fork some money. And I don't even think that I will have that kind of engagement because people don't engage with brands. People engage with people, right? right? So I am suggesting here to use your personal profile, which is different than LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like you can sell and you can, you can be quite forward with what you're offering. But here you're building connections with people. You're bu- building connections and you're letting them know um, you know, you're positioning yourself as an authority through sharing value, sharing your expertise, curating some content from the industry wise. And the business page then becomes very handy because that's where you can have direct call to action. That's where you can do a video with uh, a direct call to action to invite them to a call to, you know, to buy something. And then you can run a watch party which is a great, um, this is just here, this feature here, run a watch party on your Facebook personal profile. Find, just just um, go and copy the URL for the video that you, you made, find it here and run a watch party, which is like watching, you know, a recorded tape, like on the presentation, if you, if you run a video, you know, that you're all watching while it's playing, you can still discuss it. This is exactly the same thing. So your call to action, your, um, your direct selling is still possible to, you know, use on your personal profile without breaking any regulations on Facebook. So that's one of the things. And Facebook business page as well is important because you want to build a brand that is not, um, that is not just going to be, uh, sorry, check it out. That is not going to be just like 500 friends that you, 5,000 friends that you have. You want to grow, you know, you want to become a, someone who has a following, you know, someone who has, um, who is an established name in their, in their nation, whether you are working for a company or you're working for yourself, it doesn't matter. Personal brand adds so much value to you, even for your, um, you know, employability. It adds so much personal value, so much value to it. So you would want to have a page, a business page where you can use advertising, when you can use direct call to action. And I have a page, uh, Julia Stapleton, which is where I, I, and the great thing about business pages is that you can automate a lot of content. So I write my content and I test it on my personal profile, not test it, but I post it on my personal profile. I get engagement, I get all these, you know, connections with people. But then when I see that it's a good post and a lot of people reacted to it i can put it into my scheduler and then it can be showing on my business page absolutely um automated like for example this yeah it's a great point because i I think that there's a lot of questions about facebook ads and you know maybe a little less questions around promoted posts but you know a lot of a lot of individuals want to run facebook ads but they don't really understand how to create the ads well what what juliette is explaining here guys is the reason and the way that you would ever even consider running ads. And that is to test content with the people that you already have some no like, and trust factors established. We'll call it your warm market that resonates with online and offline people. They validate the content that is resonating. And then on your business profile, you can take that same piece of content that is proven to work and you can start to amplify it through ads, through promoted posts, and putting it on your business profile. 
I would say, Juliet, and you can, if, if you disagree, you know. Maybe no, I don't know. disagree. I don't disagree. I am, I am actually a, an organic girl. And I tell you why, because um, using Facebook ads for finding co- uh, to cold leads is going to take, to figure out what really works for you, realistically, it's going to take you, you know, it could take you up to a year. It could lose you a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing because it's all about targeting the right people and to figure that out. It's not a simple thing, you know. And um, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of professionals are seeing ads as some sort of silver bullet. That's right. Because it's going to be easier for them, they think, to get more leads. But it's not true. It's going to cost you money. And you're rather block 20 minutes of your time every day and spend your time connecting to people and actually talking to people and do that simple, you know, take the complexity out. Don't lie to yourself that there is a silver bullet to find new leads somewhere and Facebook ads are, uh, is this um, silver bullet. And just, you know, research people who you want to approach, build relationships with them. And trust me, you will get much more yeses than um, cold leads. One of my um, my friends, uh, Ron Rake, who is, um, you know, seven to eight figure uh, entrepreneurs, he's a strategist for, for personal brand. And he just recently posted this whole post about, you know, how people are looking for, you know, creating ads and, and uh, getting new leads with their ads. And he was saying, unless you are already making mid six figures in your own business, you've already organically, know how to find convert and make it profitable for your business uh, without ads then you can spend that budget because you will have that budget at that level you will spend that budget and you need to allow yourself 12 months to figure this thing out really properly uh, when it becomes then you know profitable for you and i agree with him because you know i see so many people just trying because it's scarier to do it organically. It's scarier to do it, you know, to reach out. It's, it feels easier that you just throw some money at the ads and the, the ads will do their magic. It's not so simple. And let's just be honest, you know, it's the scary things that make most results or bring most mm-hmm. results mm-hmm. to us. So again, it's, it's to do with the inner work. And, you know, when you are, if you're in sales and if you are, who, who is making most, who is a top seller always, it's someone who just goes all in. They're not, yeah. you know, that someone who just goes like completely all in. They're wired up. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. And they do it. And if yeah. we're sitting there and, you know, we're kind of feeling unsure, then we don't get results. That's just a simple thing. So ads, I am not an ad strategist. And I'm sure that there'll be an ad strategist who say, no, Juliet, what are you saying? But they just also sure. need business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So don't uh, forget that every time when an expert says something, they also need business in their business. Yeah, everybody's so selling something. So always filter yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and, and look, it's, it's, a, it's a great point. I mean, what you're getting at is the importance of, of messaging and understanding uh, how to match a message to the right market and, you know, certainly you could figure that out with ads, but it's going to take time. It's going to take money. Um, and if you don't have that money, the organic approach is always going to be the approach. It's, there's really no replacement for uh, organic approaches. I mean, even no. offline sales is always going to play a part in your business. My business is automated and runs ads and does all that kind of sexy, provocative stuff that gets everybody excited. But the thing that really makes me money still to this day is having a one-on-one conversation yeah, with a human up. being and and speaking to them. And whether that's me or a salesperson on my team, it doesn't matter. That one-on-one skill, the ability to sell somebody verbally is still very important. And bringing that online, 
the same, the reasons why offline traditional sales works is because you understand how to communicate with an individual. You understand what questions to ask, you know, and, and, and that process is very much a part of copywriting, content writing. And, exactly. uh, you learn that through organically throwing as much stuff out there as possible, being brave, trying things out, finding what works, doubling down on that, and 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 using that to amplify your met- your message. Um, and, and narrow and, down and your just market. To add, just to add one most important thing here, and, and you, you mentioned it, but not in a context of what you need to do. You need to talk to people and find out how do they communicate what they need and use mm. that in your copy. Great point. What would that look like? What would that look like? If for, so, you know, so how do I... How do I do that? If I'm just starting to create content and let's say I see something that works, maybe I get some good engagement, more comments than normal. And, and you're saying, okay, communicate with these individuals that are responding. What would that look like for somebody that's never done it? Well, let's just, uh, that would be a wrong angle to look at it and it'll exhaust you and you will feel like you, you're not getting anywhere uh, because it's important to uh, look at yourself as a brand. That's where you start. You, you look at yourself as a brand. We are all already, each one of us is a brand. Why? Because mm-hmm. we have values in life. We have our whys. We have our things that we can't stand and, can't, you know, and stand against in our lives. So we're kind of already, everything that on a, you know, brands have to come up with, we already are that. But what we don't do normally we don't ever look at ourselves as brands and start strategically thinking, okay, these are the things that uh, represent me. These are the things how I want to be uh, perceived. These are the things that, um, you know, um, I want to talk about. And these are the things I want to be associated with. So brand strategy is where you need to um, start with. And so this is what I, I would be doing with anyone who just comes to me. We need to define, first of all, um, why, what, what is your why? You know, what are your values? What is your story? Like, what is your story that made you, uh, who you are, do what you do for people right now? What is that personal story, the pinnacle moment that changed everything? But it has to be relevant to who you are helping right yes. now. So it, it's just has to be so strategic. It's not just we all have loads of moments that changed our lives in this way yes. or the other, you know, but it's, it has to be strategic to so so your ideal client has to be uh, going through a similar situation or, or be able to resonate with it you know it has to trigger them so that's something that we'd be looking at um, and then based on these kind of things we also will want to see what themes do we want people to associate you with for example, because, you know, we can't talk about too many things. There's, remember, noise in everything I'm saying. Noise is a very big keyword. Uh, online space is noisy. Imagine, you know, uh, Times Square, New York. If you came out and stood in the middle of the Times Square and, what, and you said something, you know, what are the chances that people will notice you if you just say something or if you talk about, like, different things? But what if you repetitively would be saying something very loudly and and kept re- repeating yourself. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there'll be like a group of people around you and they'd be like, oh, what's, what's going on here? So the crowd will start growing. You know, they're all interested to know what's going on. This person is just kind of saying these things and then you start, and then next day you, they see you, they say, ah, that's that girl that was talking about Facebook yesterday on Times Square. <laughs> you know, so uh, for me, for example, you know, my brand themes would be how to use Facebook, why personal brand is important, confidence, because at the end of the day, uh, I help people with confidence. And you know what confidence does for you? 
It reduces your stress levels. It finds the flow in your life. It brings everything into this alignment, you know. So the confidence is what you need to get, you know, everything. So live video, creating content, everything, that's confidence. So I talk about confidence. I also talk about dreams because for me, making my dreams come true is a huge, huge drive. I've already, you know, like I, I married a man who from the age of three, I knew I would have to travel overseas and find this man. And then as I was a bit older, I said, he's going to be a music producer. I am married to that in my life. Yeah, now, yeah. now I'm fetching him back to Estonia. So, you know, my dreams came true, but I'm now seeing really, really, um, you know, physical um, manifestation of what I made, the goals I made. I have here on the wall, a list of goals that I made. And most of them, already have come true. It's about six years old. One of them is to put my daughter Chantel through college, Trinity College, which she is now. And not only that, she won a scholarship that has paid basically for all her education up until PhD level and maybe beyond. So, Proud mama. you know, I'm just saying that dreams come true. The drive yeah. to focus constantly on your dreams because all this grinding, all this creating content, content, contacting people and everything, even the best of us, like even me, I have days when I just want to like, you know, throw my laptop away because sure. it's, it's especially for an introvert, it's full on. So you have to focus on that. So that's one of my themes as well. And people who follow me, they know I talk about this, you know, how important the dreams are, how important, like how to build your confidence, that confidence is something you can build. You don't, you're not all, we are all born with confidence, but we lose it as we grow older because we experience Absolutely. loss and we experience failure. So, yeah. you know, so how to, how to gain that as you, as you grow older um, and things like that. So if you follow anyone um, who has a good, strong personal brand, you will see that they always talk about this, the same four or five topics. This mm -hmm. can be adjusted and edit, you know, every, every six months we need to do a kind of review and say, okay, what's, what's aligned with what we're trying with our bigger purpose, with our vision. And um, we can adjust these themes. Uh, sometimes maybe, especially for example, with, messenger in the beginning there was just so much randomness um and i couldn't reply to all my messages straight away so i wanted to for some people to feel like i will never reply to them and for some people i wanted to feel special so i had a whole theme about me not being available on messenger because i'm overwhelmed with the messages and i had mm -hmm. the whole like for two months or something ever so often i would be talking about messenger and you know and and, and this whole thing how to deal with it so you can always create the themes as not all of them need to be themes about your business not all of them they, because it's a personal brand some of them have to be about your values what are the most important some of them need to be polarizing because you want to pre-qualify people before you yes. even talk to them you know Great people point. work with people so personal compatibility is important your best customers are always people you would have a barbecue with right so yeah i agree with that and and they're it's it's people that um uh, they want the we versus them vibe. Uh, you yes. know, that's, that's what, that's what really creates the community and the following is you create this feeling of it's us versus them. And you can't accomplish that without being polarizing. And I love what you're getting into here because it, it, you know, it, it really speaks to, I think a lot of the main questions that people have, what, what do I create content or about? And um, how do I intertwine who I am with what I do? And, and, <laughs> 
there's there's a me- there's a method to that, and maybe talk about how you do that because it's right. If you're just talking about you know you know let's say vulnerability is an, a big topic around maybe most people think of creating a personal brand that means I have to talk about myself, maybe be vulnerable, share my well, you should yeah, moment. but you sure. it's this it's the same. So basically, like I I probably spoke it in a bit long form. Let's just imagine. So we define you know who you are, and we create the yep. themes. That can be done in like one session, to be honest with you, one, two sessions. You have your themes and under the themes, then you can start creating content. Now, the, when you start, it's, it can be very overwhelming. I Trust me, I do not share anything personal uh, unless I choose to share personal things. What vulnerability would I share? Only something I've already overcome. I never would share something that you haven't overcome yet because it's, it, it comes across weak. And if, you're, if you post it, now you, I could share for example this monday i had a bad day and i almost you know wanted to throw in the t- towel it was just one of those days now i am sure. not you know i i'm very self-reflecting person so i know every time i feel like this, this is an it's like a next level of spiral opens up so tuesday morning i woke up i was upgraded fully but i had to go through this kind of real hard day mm-hmm. i could share that but i wouldn't share about it on the day when i'm feeling this horrible i have this horrible Good energy point. in fact guys never create content when you feel bad go away take a break it's not that important it's much more important that when you're writing something when you're sharing something that you're in an inspired mode you're enthusiastic even if you're not enthusiastic um, on that day in general you know you can start you know putting yourself in more um enthusiastic not enthusiastic but more inspired um inspired uh feel it's not so easy to do when you're working maybe in an office and there's some people you know like there could be circumstances that you just don't feel creative there well don't yeah. don't then don't create content there you need to find you need to work with you so we're talking about personal brand let's go personal with you what's true to you where do you feel better put yourself first you know how empowering this whole journey of the last three years i've empowered myself just so much how i feel about myself now versus how i felt and i know i wasn't at a probably my lowest low but but i've never felt as empowered so in the flow so self-caring as i am now because of the personal brand that i'm building because i have to think about when am i at my most creative uh what are the situations that are stomping my creativity where i can't share how can i share something that comes just flows out of me and you know people resonate with it didn't start from from the start in fact, you know, I saw I showed you all these logos. You can see them on my cover that I publications I write for and I share and I have my own blog. I never thought that I was a writer. And plus, I'm not even English speaking. How dare I? How dare sure. I write? Yeah. You know, so things that you think about yourself now that maybe it's not for you, maybe it's not you, but that's because you haven't tried it or haven't. And when I say try, it's not like once or twice. You haven't done it for a long enough period to really see that you are no good. You need to you need to really give it a good go and just just start small. Don't uh, put too much pressure on yourself. Don't look at my profile and my long post and say, well, I need to write like Juliet. No, you don't. You just need to do something that is just you. Um, what I have, for, and I'm looking around here because I don't know where it is. Oh, there it is. So I have a, a collection of prompts that um, I call, seven, it's the 70 ideas for personal brand, content ideas for personal brand. Because a personal brand is a combination. And I have it in a little presentation folder because I use it myself as well sometimes when I'm uninspired. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what can I post on to, about today? So when you have your themes and you know what you need to align your, um, your content with, then these kind of prompts here, so for example, I have prompts under your brand, and I'm actually going to stop sharing screen so maybe you can see a little bit 
So there is uh, there's your brand. There's some prompts. There's some personal personal um, related, business related, or your your profession related. And there's some here for growing your Facebook group. Maybe we will just very shortly we'll talk about um, Facebook group. Yes, there's for sure. We'll talk here about that can be you know for example about your brand. Brand is about your values and you know who made you who you are, like what made you who you are, your themes. So for example, prompts could be here like uh, relationships with people or boundaries. You can write a post about your boundaries. Those are very very good, especially with clients. You can say that you know for you what you really value in a client is uh, when the client respects your personal time because you always respect their personal time. So you would never take on a client who would call you at ten o'clock at night and scream at you for example you know just like what you just think about the nightmare ones and and write a content about it position yourself just you want to put people who think that it's okay to do it um to do it and even those who are maybe working with you now and they behave like this next time they want to do it they'll think twice because they read the post and that's happened to me in my i basically trained my my current clients as I was growing my personal brand to treat me completely differently, you know, so which, is, which is brilliant because sometimes you feel very trapped with working with people and you're trying to please them and then you're, you're allowing them to, to walk all over you. So that's one of the things you can do. Um, the other one could be, for example, how can you achieve life work balance? And, I, and you know, if you're working obviously in a company, it's more difficult to do, but if you're working for yourself, for me, morning times are really bad for me. So it took me 43 years to admit it, but morning times are not my times, right? Even though I tried to give them a really good, you know, go and woke up at five o'clock and everything. I need to start my day at, at midday or later to be creative because I know that before that, there's no point for me blocking time or anything. I'm just not productive. And I don't want to, you know, fill myself up with coffee in too much, even though I do still, but you know, I just needed to admit to myself, I am not productive before 12 o'clock or even two o'clock during the day. But then from two to five, I can turn mountains around, you know, I'm so like, it just flows. So this is my work-life balance is finding the time when I'm most productive, do the most important money-making activities during that time. The rest of the time is for eating, chilling, looking at cats videos or whatever we do in our procrastination time, you know, and be honest with yourself. And then I chill with my family or party with my family in the evening. And you share that though. That's, that's the openly. Yeah. That's the point. You know, what I've found, is is you know a lot of people talk all of us talk about what we care about but successful people talk about what they care about and they have a way of relating it to the audience so exactly. that they understand how to apply it to themselves the best stories are the real stories and if you're willing to share that and then you connect the dots that's what turns this into a a you're moving beyond just branding and you're getting into the marketing piece Exactly, and, and and the difference it's very different. Branding is everything that you've just described. It's the why. It's it's the 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 purpose behind everything that you do. It's the the, the values that you share, the personal stories that you connect. But the marketing piece, as you get into converting, which is I think we're really where we need to go next for yes. them is is connecting the dot for them, speaking about stories that they can relate to, but then starting to call them to action through connecting the dots about maybe what's next, a solution. Oh, absolutely. Uh, In fact, every story 
you can actually turn from just a branding story about you, you can always add a call to action. Um, Richard Branson, the founder of um, ClickFunnels, he's very good at this, what he calls a soap opera, um, you know, or Seinfeld, Seinfeld um, uh, sequence, email sequence, where like every email is about nothing, family stuff, but at the end of it, it will always bring you into some sort of call to action. And this is something that you just develop as you practice. You you don't start with this. A lot of people put too much, you know, we want everything now. That's our big problem. But uh, building your visibility on Facebook, for example, building your personal brand uh, using social media, it's like learning a foreign language. You will not be fluent in two weeks, whatever you do. You just yeah. won't. You won't be fluent. In, maybe you will be okay in three months, but you will be fluent like like I speak English, but it's not my first language. Now it's kind of my first language even, but it took me, what, 20 years? I learned it proficiently, before, you know, for 15 years, then 20 years I live in immigration. That's how long it took me for, to speak like this. And I yeah. still make mistakes, but I don't care. But <laughs> we want everything so fast and we put so much pressure. We compare ourselves to people who've been doing something for years. We compare ourselves to people who, and we think, oh, it's natural for them. And I am just so not natural. You know, yesterday I was... Uh, clearing my old Facebook group and I saw videos that I just started making in 2017, the very first videos, I was like cringing. And yes. but then I thought to myself, these are the videos. I'm going to keep them. People need to go into my video tab and see where I started. That Absolutely. how it looked awful. And maybe I wasn't confident. And actually, you know what? I was so much better than I thought at that time I was. Now looking back, I was like, hmm, that actually did make sense. <laughs> so, you know. Or it's the just opposite is true. What I found too is, it's a great point. What I found looking at old videos is, you know, my thing in the beginning was I would record videos over and over and over again. I would just do 50 different takes before I, and I'd pick the best one. But what I realized is looking back at my old videos is even the videos I did last week or two weeks ago or three months ago, I still feel like, what was I talking about? I know it was valuable, but my first was, why did I say that? And so what it's made me realize is get it out there. You don't need to do 50 takes. You're still likely going to look back and question, why did I post that anyway? Oh, so true. And you know what? The other thing, ums, you knows, any kind of those things. Every, we speak like this in real life. Yeah. And that's why I don't record my videos anymore. I just go live with them. And even when I record, I pretend I'm, I'm live. And it's unless okay. I completely, something happened, and I, usually it's lack of prep, if I completely crumble on something, um, because I don't want to waste time and then go send it for editing. I just want it to be done and dusted. So I prepare your bullet points. There's, you know, bullet points go as if it's life. It's more natural. It'll have energy in it that really connects. People don't even care what we're saying. It's insane. People, when they watch us on video, it's this unique energy we have, right? That's so right. the energy sells. This is what the visibility that sells. The energy yes. sells. And what you're saying, sometimes people is just, you know, they're so distra distracted. They might not even remember yesterday exactly what that live video was that you said, that you were, you know, you posted. But they loved it. I have people saying, I, lo I loved your video yesterday. They wouldn't even remember what the topic was. I don't even remember Absolutely. what the topic was. It's a great <laughs> you know? point. And, and, and another thing, uh, it, you know, mistakes are engaging. It's entertaining. And, oh, Yes. You know, when you stumble over your words or knock your microphone, I do it all the time. I'm like constantly like, oh, hitting I'm my constantly head on the hitting light. my microphone. My microphone is like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, there's some sort of weird thing. I, I hope that it likes it, but. <laughs> 
it's but it's helpful. entertaining. It's entertaining. When you edit out your mistakes, you are doing yourself a disservice. Oh, yes. When, when, it's like a commercial break. It's like a commercial break. And people, you, you, when you interrupt the pattern of, a, of anybody who might be listening, they've got three different tabs open, they're listening to what you're saying, but they're not watching. And all of a sudden, there's a, there's a break in the action for whatever reason. Something changes your tone. Something clearly drops like a whiteboard behind you or whatever. <laughs> that, that, that gets people's attention. It's a pattern interrupt. And editing that stuff out, I've found it, it, it's a disservice to uh, engagement. It really is. You know, my best converting webinar <laughs> was when I, I might, I'm very dyslexic with numbers, especially. And so instead of 997, I got completely blocked and I started saying 9779977. And I, I just couldn't come out. And this was the moment. And then I, I obviously, you know, I'm selling so it was like a, the dodgiest moment for me. It was the early days. But that was everybody converted. Everybody just, they loved it. They absolutely yeah. loved it. People, perfection. Is, is off-putting. I'm actually yeah. going to write a post today about this. Perfection is off-putting. People don't trust perfection. People trust imperfection because it's real like them. And so right. they, they trust build, builds like instantly. So if you forgot something, you know, I have this thing I call Juliet Stapleton effect where, and that really literally happens on almost every video where I forget what I wanted to say and it's on the solo videos, not interviews. And I bring this thing to the point and I don't remember the point. And so every time, but I can't, you know, if, if I had to, I probably would have to give up and my business would have just crumbled if I, if I got hooked up on this. Yeah. But I just called it Juliet Stapleton effect. I was like, oh, guys, this is the Juliet Stapleton <laughs> moment. Give me That's likes. That's clever. Me I likes. like it. While I'm talking about, you know, making a joke about it, the brain works the way that if you don't get stuck on trying to remember and you move on, it will always feed you back what you were talking about. So I always pick it up again anyway. And if I don't, then it wasn't that important. So being more kind to yourself is, is the biggest key here with, with the video. And also remembering that other people meet you in real life and they have to look at you and they have to listen to you. So it doesn't matter whether you don't like the way you look or the way you sound. You make the best effort like you would be for a meeting and then you just be yourself. Absolutely. It's a great point. You can be both. I think that sometimes people think it's like a this or that type of thing where, well, how do I be authentic and vulnerable and also intentional and calculated at the same time? Well, you can do both. And, and it really just revolves around everything that you've been sharing. It's about understanding your, your goal with everything that you're doing, being prepared in advance, putting your best foot forward visually, aesthetically, um, and then letting the rest fall into place by just being you. And uh, if you do that, you're, you're going to set yourself apart. Um, you really are. Let's get into um, a little bit of the, of the conversion piece, because I think groups is obviously the way that you uh, take uh, these, this, vis this visibility and you turn it into um, possibility, right? A lot of people get, get features in maybe a magazine or a radio show or a TV opportunity or at a networking event, and maybe they're the keynote speaker or, or the workshop presenter, but then they don't have anywhere to send people and they can't capture that visibility. So how can we use groups to move people down the buying line, so to speak? Okay. Well, that's, let's just, let's just be very, very honest. You, not everybody needs a group. 
Not everybody sure. needs a group. If you want to have a community where people can, um, you know, you can continue nurturing these people, you have to also think what's in there for them. I see a lot of people creating a group, but actually the group itself, it's like, you know, the, there is no purpose for this community to be. If you want to for people to be around in your world, you can just use your personal profile, send them friend requests, spend the 10 minutes a day being, you know, clicking likes on their profile so they see like you are alive in their world. So they will it's a reciprocity thing they will also be following you and seeing your profile and you know seeing your content so you and then you can convert in the uh, conversations and this is something that in terms of um you know one-on-one kind of sales and high pain clients this is something that really worked for me even though i have a group that i've just archived yeah. of 1500 people because the group has to have the purpose now where the groups really work is when you can create community around what you're doing so either you're going to educate them and they're getting education from that you know it has to be it can still be your show but it has to be insanely valuable for them that they want to be part of this community and also you need to create some content for these people to feel like they have a voice there as well. Um, be very careful because especially amongst professional people and some small business and or business uh, businesses, they like posting something that's just like an ad, you know, so you have to be very careful in your group that you don't allow your group to turn into that kind of spammy, you know, post pictures about, you know, people sharing stuff from their business pages. That's that's a very dodgy area. And, and I've lost a group before like that because I didn't come on very early that I shouldn't be allowing them to do that. But you need to always create a conversation. So while it could be your show and you can do your trainings there and you can, you know, you can give them value, but you also need to make it about them. So ask them questions that, and not just any generic questions, questions that matter um, to them. So for example, I, I test a lot of things. When I had a group, I had, you know, for, for a period of, say, for example, six to eight weeks, I would test a particular question. You know, so if I wanted to say to them, what is holding you back from posting videos? Yeah. I wanted to see, is that a question that actually people feel like answering? Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, not that many people were actually answering that because, you know, maybe it's admitting publicly that they're afraid or, they, you know, some people say, I don't like the way I look, you know, or whatever. And, and then, uh, so some questions didn't work. But when I would be saying, um, and I'm just trying to think about what question really worked, uh, there was some type of post when I asked people to share, you know, share what's like, share actually personal stuff, um, you know, share the picture of your office today, share what's right in front of you, like you saw the post there. People just like these small things, but that creates engagement. So next time when you're doing your valuable um, training, more people see that. And conversion is all in the conversations. I think that as attractive the sort of like show up say something and they all will throw their credit cards yeah. at you it just doesn't work that way and the higher the tickets of your offer or higher higher money uh, the bigger money they have to give you the more personal touch there has to be so there is no escape from that and the sooner you just stop you know, focusing on all that and I find that again there is a whole industry money making industry around you know how to be visible online so when you are re- getting any information you need to understand they have an agenda to convert you into the course program whatever you know yeah. <laughs> including me it's it's, yeah, it's an honest thing so you have to really find something that's aligned with you i would look for less complexity um something that is uh, teaching you or take only what you need right now that's another thing as well that that, that you need to do but with conversion focus on conversations 
because uh, you can you can get you can grow your audience with ads like what you were saying that you know you're using ads that's fine I actually I'm as well at the, at the point where I need to grow my audience a little bit more so get some cold leads get some people who are who maybe don't know me that well but then I need to put them through the process that between them you know that moment and then maybe downloading something from me and then maybe having a conversation it's going to be a longer journey because they want to uh, I want also only good people around me I don't want just some random people around me you know I have very little energy I protect it so I even my group I closed my group because I I find that maybe I just want to have a group of people who already bought from me and sure. I can continue, you know, supporting them. And then, you know, through referrals and through um, just them, you know, upselling things to them and making, giving more value to them. Maybe that will be a better conversation because unless, you know, th- there's so many groups these days, if everyone creates a group, you know, people are already don't want to join groups. Uh, social media is so uh, fast moving that something that was like really effective two years ago at this stage might feel already like it's just, you know, it's not as effective anymore. Yeah. So always yep. think about if you can create a community that will be valuable for people and you also can use that as a community. So we have, say, for example, if we had, I, I gave a lecture and I would speak for 45 minutes and then we'd have a tea break or something. I might have actually had a little chat with people, like about like personal chat. It would be not a lecture. I've, I'm tired of talking about what I, my expertise. I just want to know, like, where, where did they get that? I don't know. Somebody brought a dog. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I hope sure, because sure. I really love dogs around. So I'd be like, you know, or something. And I would be talking to them about some other things that have nothing to do with, with our expertise. And we probably would connect and remember each other more. So this is where in your group, you should always remember it's a group of people. Be personal and then add value, but then be personal and then add value. Have some engagement content where they will share something. Even I find like, what are you eating today? <laughs> people love food. People love, love animals. People love, um, you know, sharing. The, depends on what, who your uh, target audience. If your, tar- if your ideal client is like someone who would really like cars or motorcycles, yeah. you know, then you can discuss that. You need to know them as people and see what, what is the common pattern that they love talking about, you know, and add that into the group. That adds to the conversion. So we're talking about, you know, you were saying to me, um, you know, where's the marketing, where branding ends and marketing kind of starts. Well, it, it really needs to have that ecosystem where it's constant. You know, it's all the time there and you need to be strategic. And it's, it's not hard because our brains are actually naturally, na- like as, as creatures, we are strategic. Even if you don't realize it, this was a big aha moment for me when I realized I'm a strategic person. I do everything I calculate because I want to spend less time, have more impact, have connection that matters with right people. That's all yeah. strategy and that's all calculation. Yep. Even if you're doing it from the heart and authentically, but that's still, you know, it's still calculation. It's still in a way manipulation because I don't want to talk to this. I want to talk to that person, you know, for whatever reason it is, because it makes me happy. That's the biggest reason. And that's what makes us do anything. Right. So we have to just kind of have this thing about make it, make it more valuable for them and make sure you're talking to them and make sure you take this conversation into a private messenger and see if there is interest enough. First of all, don't try to convince or, you know, go heavy on people because they're on social media. They're a bit more relaxed on Facebook, for example, especially, and even on LinkedIn, to be honest, I think, you know, if you have, if you're genuine, genuinely find out if this, what you're offering is the value for this person and there is interest, take it to the next level. Don't delay. People have very little time. Yeah. They like to the point conversations. Absolutely, and the, the 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 I believe the the time to have a group, or one of the main reasons to have a group, is so that you have 
you're able to sell less. Just the fact that they left your personal profile and they said, let me, I want more from this person. Let me see if they have a group. And if you have the group, that's them getting deeper into what we're, what I'm referring to as your ecosystem. And when they're deeper in, that means they're asking for more. And that more doesn't mean this is your opportunity to sell more. They want more engagement with you. They want to hear more, learn more, uh, and connect more. And so that is, the, I believe, the value of, of groups. You're actually I, I, right on the money because a lot of people just want to be in your world. They could be good people. They could have actually refer great people to you as well if they don't become customers themselves. But they want to be in your world. A lot of people are getting in business with us because they just like us. It's just absolutely. that's how we are. I mean, imagine, you, 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 I know I've done, I know you've done live speaking engagements. And you know, if, if, if those listening have ever done that, when you're done, you've got a segment of the people that line up to come and shake your hand and tell you how your message impacted them. And maybe they, if you have a book to sell, they want to buy your book or they're going to ask, how can I find out more from you? What's your website or business card? That's, that's, that's your opportunity to invite for more. And, and, and that's what a group I believe really is. It's they've heard from you. Yes, it is. But just one thing is that remember in the group, in the Facebook group, you don't see people getting up and uh, queuing, right? And and this is where you kind of almost need to kind of go with your intuition and gut feeling. If you Mm -hmm. see somebody, you know, in the comment is a little bit excited, send them a message, thank them. It's a great place to start, right? Thank them for being active and then, you know, ask a couple of questions about, um, you know, their situation. So it will be more difficult to guess who they are because in the offline world, it's so, it's so easy. They already got off their chair, came up and, you know, queuing and you know that they're the the ones. Uh, It's more difficult online, but it's not that it's impossible. It's all about you taking the proactive approach because there isn't a term and you might've heard of attraction marketing. But mm-hmm. nothing pass- is passive about attraction marketing. It's just the fact that you are, um, what we discussed today, actually, creating a lot of content, optimizing your profile, perhaps creating a community where people uh, who are interested to know more. Um, people don't go to our profiles or to the group, right? It's all in, happening in the newsfeed. But when you have a group, then you can have more targeted content and also you can sell inside the group. No, no, no rules against, you know, direct call to action, buy from me when you're posting in the group. So a person who is connected to you privately on a personal profile, and also they're in your group, they will see your personal profile posts could be, they could be more branding related, your your, your brand, your values, you know, these kind of things. And in yeah. the group, then all your marketing, and they see it all in one thing, that's your ecosystem. Yes, I, lo- I love it. And, you know, um, a lot of people that are watching this have, have bought the book and, and, to, we're not going to go deep into uh, increased awareness, but that's such a huge part of this is uh, helping somebody um, uh, move forward in their own awareness and and being a part of that process. So many people, and this is especially true for salespeople, you know, gathering information now has has changed. We all gather information online. And, you know, 20 years ago, if you wanted to buy a car, for example, you would go to a car dealership and you would speak to a salesperson and they would help you get the information you needed to purchase. Well, we're, we're, we're doing that online. We're accomplishing that online. And so as a brand, as an individual who wants to uh, create more visibility and authority, if you can be a part of that information gathering process, if you can put out the valuable content that moves somebody's awareness forward... Um, you're going to establish yourself with opportunity, not just to increase your brand, but also to turn that into um, 
converting those that attention into sales. And so I love this. Oh my, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of how we can kind of close this out. We've been going for about two hours, just giving them a ton of value here. Um, maybe I'll ask you what, what else do you, that we haven't covered maybe would give them um, what they need, the listeners here, the viewers here to um, yeah, to just to, to get online, to get on Facebook, to have their personal profile and to, if the, for those that are ready for a group to get it going, we've talked about that. What are we missing? I feel like there's something else we can give them here to kind of close things out that would be super valuable for them. Well, I think that maybe the best place right now is, oh, yes, we can talk about engagement. And um, it's a very long conversation, but I want to, I, I want to talk about engagement uh, in terms of expectations. This is where, you know, we mentioned that we want everything now. And yes. So, you know, I showed you a post that I posted last night chilling, you know, on the couch in my living room and I have 110 comments. Um, depending on who you are, your industry, what sort of post you're, you're, you're posting and also the size of your audience. So I have 5,000 friends and I still only had 110 comments and some of them are mine. So um, depending on how targeted to your audiences. So when you're sending friend connections and friend requests, you know, like what is the quality of those people? Are they all people who are relevant to what you're doing? Yeah. Or are they just random people who sent you friend requests and you said, why not? It'll look bigger on my on my friends list, right? Yeah. Depending on all that. And plus, depending on the algorithm, because the algorithm can't show my post to 5,000 people because there's too many posts. We mentioned you know, 2 billion users and over 80 million pages. And, yeah. you know, there's just too much. So I only have a, a chance to be seen by a small group of people at the time. That's why it's important for me when a new person comes in into my life that is a prospect or, you know, several people that I am strategically active on their um, uh, content. But let's go back to engagement. A lot of times people go online, uh, they, they do their live video and there was like zero or one live viewer who didn't comment and they feel so bad about themselves. They don't think that what they're doing is working and you know they're looking for that uh, gratification it's very important to remember that engagement is the result of a long-term strategy and very targeted audience uh, very targeted content that you are you know thought through so you need to have your strategy you need to have your brand strategy in place you need to give it a long time and don't expect that every time you did something that there's going to be a round of applause because Producing content on Facebook uh, is not a performance. So it can be very disheartening if you're not getting enough or your mom is the only one who is liking your posts, right? Which can happen. But don't forget that your mom, if she liked it in the first 30 seconds that your post was posted, she is boosting the visibility for you because more of your friends will see it. There is also, you have to be grateful, have a long-term plan. And also remember that if you produce a cat video, you can go viral. If you produce a video about sales training, you probably will never go viral. It's just not that kind of industry. So have be realistic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the funniest stuff gets get engagement. The stuff that you think is going to be like, oh wow, this is a powerhouse, valuable training, or you know, whatever, is, is seldom ever the thing. It's it's usually, for example, this weekend I posted something. I, I just washed my car. It was a Sunday, and I washed my car. It's a beautiful day, and it was like we didn't have anywhere to go. So I literally just washed my car and I parked it. So I was like, I want to show off my clean car. So I did a quick video and just made a joke about being all dressed up and nowhere to go. And I literally (laughs) at the end, I closed it out and I just said, that's all. And that was it. 
And it got a ton of engagement. I mean, and, and people were messaging me and doing all the things <laughs> that we all want. Yeah. And it was just the most random thing. Um, you know, but, uh, it's just, a, it's, there's, there's several examples of this and I'm sure most of the people that are on here have experienced that. Honestly, when I was in Tallinn last time, which was September, I um, prepared all my content. I actually was in the middle of, I had this live video challenge. I was promoting it. So everything was automated and I had a big Trello board where I could just copy paste. I didn't want on my holidays to spend too much time creating, but I did some stories and I did some videos and I was like drinking and eating whatever. And I'm in my forties. So it's very unforgiving on my face and I didn't have my lights with me. So I hated what I was producing on that week. And I had, I had people, this is what attraction I have people reaching out to me to see how we can collaborate, work together, find out more. During the seven days that I was in Estonia and just, you know, posting what I thought was just excuse content because it was about me in the coffee shop because I'm always in this room. And it was like little things, you know, oh, there's a tram. I love trams. You know, there's a thing. How can this convert? Because it can, because people work with people and you don't underestimate how your personal connection, simple things, silly things, you know, your dog is sleeping in a funny position. Take a photograph. This is content that will create engagement and people want to see that. Um, you know, if you're at the party, say a barbecue and somebody is a, in a real um, like professor vibe and they go and they just load you with this information. It could be valuable if you paid for going to a lecture, but you're on a barbecue. This is what yeah. social media is like. Don't be a professor. Don't, don't think that you need to show up only as an expert. In fact, if you show up as a human first, expert second, you will convert so much more because people are looking for people. They're looking for real. Yes. They're looking for imperfect. And they're looking for little silly things that connect us. It, it's such a great point. And there's, there's something that you said, and I think it really illustrates the way to share valuable knowledge and wisdom and maybe even action steps. Um, you said something earlier, I put it in quotation marks on my notes here. You said, this is what I figured out. And the moment you led with that, I immediately drew forward. It, 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 it engaged me even more. I'm fully engaged, but it engaged me more, right? And, and, and that's what I found with content. Nobody likes to be preached to. I don't like it, but I've made the mistake of doing it when I create my content. And what I found works really well is to lead with, this is what I'm learning. This is something I've realized. This is what I've figured out. Because people, that's what people want. They, they want to hear what, yes, the, the story of the trial or the, the success, but what you realize, what you learn from it, that's what really people are interested in, especially if it can help them make more money, save them time uh, and stress, have, help them have better relationships or, um, you know, be in better health. Those are kind of the, you know, top, top categories that are going to capture people's attention. But um, yeah, this is what I figured out um, is, a, is a great lead in to a point that you want to make in a video. Um, oh, absolutely. And, and, and guys, just don't, don't take it as in like you have to open with this every time you post. Yes. But, but this is exactly what, you, what I was saying. You can post about anything. And then you can lead into a point with call to action. And in fact, them say even, do you want me to, you know, see how I can help you with overcoming this and that? PM me, PM me now or, you know, comment below, say hashtag resistance and, you know, I'll reach yes. out and, and, and use that. You will learn as you start. For you, the most important, if you haven't started being active on Facebook, um, just start. 
post more. Uh, I'm definitely going to give you some, you know, the link to my, you know, the documents. This is not, this is only the first one. I have also here 20 minutes action plan, how to be visible on other people's content. You can just Very do cool. things. They don't require too much thinking. So that's where I said, leave your ego somewhere. They don't, leave, leaving a comment on somebody's uh, content, you can just say, love it. <laughs> And that's it. But that other person feels, you know, this is the instant gratification that we all want. You know, if you want engagement, give engagement and you will be regiven over time, not immediately, but that's okay. Just do it with that open heart, long-term vision and think about it as building a house brick by brick. Every time you post something, it's a brick. It's not enough a hundred to put, to have a hundred, sometimes even a thousand bricks is not enough to have a whole house, but yes. it all works. It all creates um, a difference and make sure you take any kind of engagement that you, you you have a gut feeling that this person is wants to talk, take it, ask them, do they want to talk? Not about the business necessarily straight away, but just strike that conversation because the money is in the conversation and what you're posting is the nurturing. So it sells while you like in your sleep. That's what selling in your sleep is. And then you talk and making that. the conversion. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the, we're going to have a wide spectrum of people watching this and, and, I just want to acknowledge you, Juliet, because what I think you gave here, what I know you gave here is a strategy for the new person, but also a great reminder for that individual who was looking, is looking for that silver bullet online. The, the person that thinks that maybe skipping all of the foundational stuff and going straight to ads or straight to having a Facebook group because they're getting advertisements in their feed from people trying to sell them they might be thinking that was the ticket, but, but, but what we've established here, Juliet, you've done it in such a fabulous way. I knew you would huge value here is the fa- the fundamentals work. The foundation uh, of all of this is with what we've laid out here. And um, yeah, I'm so thrilled that, that we, we, we've had you here because you have so much value to give great energy and you're a practitioner. You actually do what you preach, which is something that I really respect um, and is rare online. So um, be- before I let you go here, um, how can uh, the people that are watching find out more about you? And you mentioned maybe a free giveaway, which I know some people are interested in. Um, how can we find that? How can we find out more about you? Okay, the best place to find me is Facebook, of course. So you can uh, search Julia Stapleton. You'll find out on my business page or on my personal profile. I might even have a group at that stage again. Who knows? Uh, I'm open. You know, you have to be really open-minded to what's going to happen and be, you know, it's like if you wanted to have uh, an amazing journey and spontaneous journey and you're open-minded and you don't know where it's going to take you. This is what my journey is. And I think that that's the best one, one on social media. So go to my website, julietstapleton.com. And um, on my website, you will be able to download this ultimate visibility kit. Now, if you are watching this and maybe I moved on and there's something else, there will be something super valuable for you to build your personal brand that is not going to change and to use Facebook for it. So there's going to be maybe something else or for now, this is this uh, ultimate visibility kit. And inside that kit is what I showed you, the prompts for uh, your daily posts, the um, daily plan that you, you can be visible on other people's content as well and how to do it in a way that's authentic and doesn't take too much time um, and still really effective overall. Um, and yes. yeah, I, and send me a message on Facebook if you're sending me a friend request or even if I'm hit my thing, send me a message on Facebook and we will connect. That's the best way to start. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely recommend you connect uh, with Juliet. And, you know, this is one of the things that I love and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to collaborate. And, um, you know, I think some people watching this, you know, uh, maybe are like, well, you guys kind of do the same thing, but that's really the point. You know, there is abundance out there uh, uh, online. There is a, a, an abundance of opportunity for all of us. And if you're in the game, really, when you accomplish what we've talked about, when you be yourself, when you lead with who you are, the right people are going to gravitate towards you. And so there is, there is no competition, really, when you develop the type of personal brand that we've just talked about here today and get it out there to the world. Exactly, exactly. I love it. I love your summary is just, you know, is the top of it. And also don't ever be afraid that, um, as you said, the abundance is everywhere. So you show up the way you show up and do whatever you're doing, even if everybody else is doing exactly the same thing. It's that personal energy that yep. creates the connection. And this is why you want to share some things that make you who you are. This is why you want to use video because there is all this nonverbal communication and imperfections and, and little things. And like, every time I do this, I hear my earring going clunk. So all these things, you know, and, and the way you are reacting to them, people are seeing this and, and it's just creates this imagine this, this uh, magic, the magic. Um, and that's you, the magic, that's you, Right. That's something that converts cells, enriches your life, makes you feel so much better, makes you, you know, appreciate yourself a little bit more as well. And it's just a really wonderful journey to, to embark on. So, yeah, <laughs> I think that's, I'm just going to, yeah, that's, that's what's the most important thing is that it's not just all about the money and the business, and, but it's actually about just feeling good and having the right people in your life. Love it. Love it. Well, Juliet, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy and, and uh, valuable schedule. Um, this is going to be a, an amazing piece for all that, that take the time to watch this. So uh, thank you once again for, uh, for coming on here with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to Show Up, Stand Out with me, Juliet Stapleton. If you need guidance in getting more visible consistently and attract clients using Facebook and beyond, I am your guide. Check out julietstapleton.com or send me a friend request on Facebook and mention this podcast. I can't wait to help you attract more clients and run your expert business in a way that brings more freedom into your life.